Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? So today I wanted to talk about some really simple things that you can do in your everyday life that's going to help your teen become a better thinker, and it's going to help you become a better thinker as well. So guys, I love it that you are listening to this podcast. Just getting introduced to the fallacies will automatically make you a stronger thinker, and you will know how to reason way better than those who don't know this stuff. But to really learn this skill of good reasoning, you have to actually practice what you're learning. You have to get into the habit of questioning what you're hearing and actually use the fallacies and apply them to the argument you're being faced with. So here's six simple things. That is not easy to say. Here are six simple things you can do to raise kids who will be able to think for themselves. And let me say this before I begin. Yes, they're going to start your teens, if they're listening with you, or you, um, if you're just listening to this for your own self, which I hope you are, um, they're going to learn to start to recognize the fallacies right away. And they're going to have a blast doing it. But applying them is a whole different matter. It is harder. Um, you and if your kids are listening, they're not going to have the ability to think through everything right away. And that's okay. That's why I review as much as I do in this podcast, and that's why I'm going to give you these six tips so that you can practice, and if you've got teenagers or young adults in your life, you can help them practice. All right, here we go. Number one, give them material to work with. Okay, when you find fallacies or bad reasoning, show your kids. Show them. Keep an eye or an ear out for bad reasoning and present it to think about. It could be something that someone says, it could be an ad on the radio, the headline of a news article, whatever, but bring it to their attention. And here's the thing, this just happened yesterday in our house. I ran, a co- I ran across a graphic on social media that sounded quote unquote good. It talked about God, it talked about being Christ-like. So it'd be easy to assume that it's right. But here's the thing, it wasn't. This graphic was using some fallacies, and I knew it was a perfect opportunity for my daughter and her friend who happened to be over at our house. It was a great opportunity for them to practice their critical thinking skills. All right, so that brings me to number two. Ask an open-ended question to get them thinking. Don't just say, look at this example of equivocation. Ask them a question. Force them to think. You are trying to get them into the habit of thinking about what they're seeing and they're hearing. So make them do the work of actually thinking. Here's the thing. If you just spoon feed the answer, they're not going to get that practice. For example, yesterday I had my daughter and her friend come over and look at the graphic. And the question I asked them was this. What do you guys think of this? That was it. I didn't lead them. I didn't lead them to say, hey, what's wrong with this? Because now they're looking for something wrong with it. I wanted them to to really think and see if they could see anything wrong with it. So it, now these girls have been learning the logical fallacies and studying logic for three years. So that was a good question for them. But if your student is new to fallacies or to studying logic, maybe a better question would be, 
Do you see any fallacies here? And if so, which ones? Or maybe you could even start with, which fallacy is this person committing? All of those are great questions. The whole point is to just ask a question that makes them do the thinking. Okay, number three, give them space and time to think or to talk it through. Don't rush them into the right answer. Give them a chance to actually think about it. Sometimes we are in such a hurry in our busy lives that we don't take the time to just think deeply about something. And it's a skill. Thinking deeply is a skill and we have to allow time for it to happen. Don't rush it. In this example that I'm using, the girls kind of came back and said, well, because one of them was emptying the dishwasher and they just kind of read through it briefly. And so I told them, I said, just take a minute and go back and read it again and think about it. And just taking that time to spend with the material um, allows for a, a good thinking to, ha- to have a chance anyways to happen. All right, number four, keep it safe to be wrong. Keep it safe to be wrong. Don't make them feel bad if they don't get the quote unquote right answer. They will not always get it right. That And that's not the point. The point is practice. The point is to get them thinking, period. The accuracy will come with practice. If they give you the wrong answer, that's fine. Ask another question. Don't say no, right? Ask another question. Say, hmm, that's interesting. What made you think that? Okay, what else could it be? And send them back into their brain to do some more thinking. Let them correct themselves if they can. This happened with the girls. They didn't quite get it right their first reply, so I had them read it again and said, okay, and what else? Okay, now that brings me to number five. Encourage them to think beyond their first reply. Okay, so asking questions like, okay, what else could it be? Or what else could be true? Or why do you think that? Or how does that compare to this? Or is that really true? You know, I love that question. Or how do you know it's true? What authority could we consult to see if it's true? Also ask questions like, why does this matter? Why is this important? Guys, again, all of these questions, questions are the magic tool in your toolbox to get people to learn how to think yourself as well as if you've got a teen or a young adult that you are wanting to learn these skills. Ask good questions. All right. Lastly, and in my opinion, most importantly, is number six, keep it fun. Keep it fun, guys. The best lesson that I ever learned in helping my child to learn was to keep things fun. Make it a game. Let it be something that they see you enjoying and the chances that they are going to enjoy it are going to be much higher. Don't make them feel dumb for being wrong. It's just learning. If you can make it into a game that's fun to play, they will be way more likely to want to play it with you. So keep it short. Don't drag it out. Don't make it boring. Don't turn it into a lecture, right? All those things. And honestly, guys, that's one of the reasons why I keep these podcast episodes so short. I want them to be short and enjoyable. So you always look forward to coming back for more. So there you have it. That's my secret. All right. So let me just recap here. The six ways to help your teen or a young adult or somebody that you might be sharing this with learn to think for themselves are number one, give them material to work with. Number two, ask open-ended questions to get them thinking. Number three, give them space and time to think and to talk it through. Number four, keep it safe to be wrong. Number five, encourage them to think beyond their first reply. And lastly, number six, keep it fun. 
All right, guys, that's it for today. Join me tomorrow when we will be discussing the hasty generalization fallacy. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through brain cell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life. 